0: Warning, the following program contains subject matters not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions.
1: Stop it! You're acting like a child! Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss. Disgust and dissect.
0: Alright.
1: No normal mind can
0: imagine. Just okay, so <laughs> to bring it to a weird tangent within a it tangent
1: it's skewed into this tangent
0: and now introducing our hosts the gruesome twosome Mike, Mike and, and Jeremy, Jeremy. <laughs> we are friends of dead yeah they're dead they're all messed up
1: Alright, welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. How you doing, bro? Doing good. Doing, doing good. Hopefully the technical uh, issues may be a little bit better this time around.
0: Yeah, sometimes shit happens. You gotta roll with the punches. Or the changes. Or the changes or the chains ripping your flesh apart. I don't know. This is the worst segue ever. Let's just get right into our top ten. This is gonna... (laughs) We're wrapping up the best kills.
1: All right. Top 10. My number 10, Liquid Nitro. Ooh, LN2. Yes. Uh, from Jason X, I'm pretty sure everybody that is listening to this knows exactly what I'm talking about. No, uh, I don't so know we what had... you're talking about. Well, let me explain to you. So we had... One of the researchers that was looking at Jason's DNA while he is lying on a table after discovering him frozen. The scantily clad scientist. Yes. I could not remember her name, but you know what? Probably doesn't matter at this point.
0: No, and I do have to say she was not wearing a lab coat. She did not have safety goggles on. She barely had clothes on.
1: Yes, yes. OSHA would have a field
0: day. So would HSE. All right, continue.
1: So anyway, just out of nowhere, Jason sits up like he's fine, and then proceeds to grab her and stick her face into a uh, sink full of liquid nitrogen and then smashes it on the counter.
0: Yeah, now this was such a cool shot. So you get the under, not the underwater, but the under the liquid nitrogen. Yeah. And you see her face, she's screaming, it freezes. And just when he smashes her face and like there's like the bloody chunks, just like that is (laughs) such a great kill. I agree. Very much. In a much. movie that not a lot of Friday the Thirteenth fans like. I mean, it's a fun time, but that is definitely one of two scenes that really stuck with me. The other one would be the uh, the illusion when he's at the camp and he's, you know, it's like
1: uh, oh, smashing the the sleeping bag hey, on top of you the wanna sleeping beer? bag. You want to smoke some pot?
0: Are we can have premarital sex? Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, this some... a
1: fun movie. I thought somebody put that in a song somewhere I don't know
0: I believe it was sampled some somewhere some long time ago my number 10 also a Friday the 13th kill not from Jason X we're going to the remake I get a lot of remakes on here 2009 hmm. Hmm. sleeping bag barbecue Ooh. so this I forgot was, about that one this was really cool like at the beginning a lot of people got killed really quickly. So there was some sex in the tent, guy goes to take a piss or whatever, girl gets ripped out of the tent, pulled with her sleeping bag, tied up, and basically is used as bait. So we have a smart Jason, we have a hunter Jason, he lures the boyfriend back, who gets caught in a bear trap, and has to witness his girlfriend burning alive over the campfire in a sleeping bag, and it's a cool shout out to the sleeping bag kill from part seven. Obviously, the Jason X double sleeping bag kill. Uh, yeah, you don't want to be trapped in a sleeping bag around Jason Voorhees.
1: No, 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 no. It, it's it's a recipe for disaster.
0: Ooh, like pigs in a blanket. We could have done if we did, did
1: that movie. <laughs> That's true. All right, so my number nine, I went with The Drill from city of the living dead that was that 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 scene so after seeing like a bunch of you know corpses and entities and stuff like that or whatnot (laughs) like an old lady corpse or something like that um oh god what what's the I, i can't remember the his name but he he's like hiding in like his like a neighbor's garage like was a mr ross and his daughter finds him and offers him a joint and the father who obviously i feel like isn't himself decides to you know he, he gets upset because he feels like he's coming on to you know his daughter hey baby when he pushes pushes the guy away like he turns on this like drill lathe lathe or whatever the hell they're called, and then he grabs his head, and very slowly, like, pushes it towards the uh, the drill, and it just goes in the side of his head, and out the other. I, I just thought that was a awesome kill.
0: Yeah, that movie actually had a few really good kills.
1: Oh, d- d- was it the like the, the guts that's coming out the chick's mouth?
0: Yeah, that was on my list, but I didn't do it just because I was like, what the fuck? It was like a <laughs> psycho. Like, what is it? Telekinesis?
1: Yeah, it was weird. Like she made her, starts... her
0: organs come out of her mouth. Like she starts foaming. Like that yeah. was disgusting. And to think that that woman had to have that shit in her mouth to spit <laughs> it out. Like,
1: <laughs>
0: great, great movie, man. I love that movie.
1: Lucio Fulci.
0: Yeah. Hell oh, yeah, man. Number nine. Got your drink ready? Cause we got a double, brother. Midsummer. Finish him. <laughs> Again, we get the 72-year-old couple. They jump off a cliff. One guy doesn't get it right. He does not stick the landing.
1: Well. well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, he has to get finished with a giant mallet, and it's kind of like that, that thing at the carnival, and you hit it, and, then, you know, the, the bell rings. You're a strongman. Holy shit, just to see his face just mashed up. That It, it basically got beaten
1: to a pulp. Yeah that he did cheers my number 8 isn't again not another gory one but this one made me laugh my balls off I it, it was just funny I went with Kurt the cabin in the woods <laughs> yes will <laughs> oh, save the day why Why can't I think of the fucking guy's name uh, Chris Hemsworth Thor <laughs> Thor yes Thor tried to save the day and he's, he's like, I've made jumps bigger than this. He's on his motorbike. They're trying to escape this cabin area. And he takes off and he goes and he goes off the ramp. And he looks like he's going to make it like he's Bart Simpson trying to, like, skateboard over whatever. Gorge. Ooh, the Gorge. Springfield Gorge. Springfield Gorge, yeah. And then he just smacks, like, right dab into, like, this cyber wall. And just, like falls to his death and you can like see him like hitting like the thing like each time like on his way down I just love how it was just smash
0: it reminded me of that Simpsons episode which I the first time I saw it died laughing like <laughs> until my stomach hurt when Homer is like falling and they, they like bring him back up and and he falls again it's, oh my god but there was actually a little foreshadowing in, in that movie uh, a couple birds hit that wall yes This is a
1: fantastic movie, by the way.
0: Such a good movie. Obviously, goofy, over-the-top, but... of course. Great movie. Yep. My number eight, American Psycho. Ah! Hip to be square. Just this sequence is just hilarious. There's newspaper all over the floor under Jared Leto's character, Paul. And he's drunk off his ass. And Patrick Bateman, he puts on Huey Lewis in the news. Hip to be square. (laughs) Which I could never listen to again the same way. Nope. (laughs) And he's just talking about how great Huey Lewis is and how he's encapsulated the 80s greed and this and that and the satire, blah, blah, blah. You gotta really listen to the lyrics. And he's walking around like in such weird, almost fluid motions gets a rain jacket on and the other guy's like do I have like a shih tzu or something is this you've got a newspaper and he's just like fuck you Paul boom kills him with the axe and just such a great memorable scene and if you're a fan of that I highly recommend you go on YouTube funny or die has a parody of that with Huey Lewis playing the scene from that movie to a drunk Weird Al. That's and then, awesome. And then he kills Weird Al, and it's just so, <laughs> he's like, parody this, you bastard!
1: See, and I left another kill off of that list, the uh, the uh chainsaw. Oh, yeah, when he's Where the he girl's running down the, <laughs> the
0: stairs, and he's like trying to follow her just to <laughs> see the right place to drop. See, I almost left this off my list just for the fact is it might technically not be a kill. Hmm. That is debatable, and I think we should break down that movie at some point in the future, but for sake of best kills, it was an awesome one.
1: Okay. My next one, pretty simple, but for the time, I could see this being pretty goddamn terrifying. I went with King Kong, 1933. An oldie but goodie. An oldie but goodie. He's getting ready to scale the Empire State Building and he just grabs a dude and makes him a snack, Arr. and then, like they show him like into
0: a like, Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, like he um, yeah, and they showed like the close up of him like in his mouth, and he's like, like fucking help me. But can you imagine like in the in the 1930s, like you know they didn't watch like shit like this usually. They're like oh my god, like he fucking ate him. Oh, did you see that? See? He just fucking ah, picked them up. see? And...
0: He just snapped into a slim gym. See? <laughs> uh, good one. All right, so my, my number seven, a uh, completely different person in half. Uh, I went with Terrifier Hacksaw. Uh, <laughs> That's right. So this actually pushed out another one. I, I would like to say Judy's side ponytail died for your sins and for this slot. Uh, you remember... Judy from Sleepaway Camp in the famous they it, curling iron scene. Yes. Yes. Oh, my. This is more brutal than that. So, the main character in the, in the movie, Tara, uh, wakes up to find her friend Dawn naked, strung upside down, and Art the Clown has got his little trash bag of tools and weapons and pulls out a hacksaw, rips off her panties, and proceeds two hacksaw her in half and it is brutal um, I hate to say awesome but it's <laughs> awesome <laughs> he stops like he's having trouble sawing through her skull and he looks frustrated he doesn't say a word the whole movie but he, you can see in his face that he's frustrated he's just kind of like Argh! ah, there we go
1: side note Yes, if you haven't seen this movie or if you have You can check out our crossover episode with Heavy Metal over a Six-Pack, where they actually reviewed this movie.
0: Yes, I believe this is the scene that inspired their recipe for disaster.
1: It was a split-breast chicken, I believe. Yes, very delicious. I literally laughed out loud when he said that. Oh, man, I was dying. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) We're back to me. Okay, my number six. I called this one Hang In There. From Suspiria, nineteen seventy-seven. Nice. So, we have uh, Pat Hingle, who is a student at the Tanz Ballerina Academy. I believe it's in Germany. I think it is. Um, She is fleeing from the school, and she shows up to her friend's apartment. And she goes to take a shower, and she's like, she looks out the window, and she sees like these eyes, like through the window, and somebody grabs her, pulls her through the window, drags her up, like, to the roof, and stabs her repeatedly. Like some...
0: Like a lot. She got pin-cushioned.
1: Yes. Like those tomato ones, you know, where you just...
0: Yeah, yeah. Like everyone's grandmother had.
1: (laughs) Why do you have this many pins? I don't know. (laughs) So, yeah, and then he, whoever it is, just grabs, like, this Cable wraps it around her neck and like throws her through like the skylight and it eventually breaks and she just eh, Hangs she's in hung. There. <laughs> yeah, she she hung in there.
0: I would like to have that on my wall in my office. Like you know how they have like the posters of the cat and it's like, hang in there. <laughs> but I'd like to have her instead of the cat. Uh, That's
1: pretty
0: good. I like that. Great movie. Hell yeah. My number six, Hostel two bloodbath. So this is actually based on a a real event. Well, I would say events, because it might have happened, confirmed, 80 times. But up to 650 women might have died in the same manner as this poor young girl in Hostel 2. So Elizabeth Bathory, the the blood countess of Hungary, used to hang virgins upside down and bathe in their blood. So in this... uh, a woman buys a virgin, hangs her naked upside down.
1: What does a has... virgin go for? I
0: don't know. you he said he, he bought a virgin, so I don't know. She was a she... woman, bought the virgin. I don't know. I didn't see the transaction. I'm Just sure curious. it will show up on her credit card bill. Okay. So anyway, she's underneath in this giant, fancy, tiled bathtub. With a, uh, what are those called?
1: A, a Sith? like, like you know, the like, Grim uh, Reaper. A scythe. A Scythe, maybe. I'm pretty sure. Like a scythe is like a, like a, like a Star Wars evil guy. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> not that. So,
0: anyways, at first she's just teasing. She's just kind of scratching the poor woman's skin, and then she cuts off the ball gag with the blade, just so she can hear her scream. As she starts cutting into her flesh. She's getting like covered in her blood, and she's like rubbing it all over her naked body. And she's obviously getting great pleasure from this. And then she just completely opens her throat, and
1: it's it's a bloodbath. Mm. Yeah, very brutal. All right, so my number five, I called this one Puppet Master. Clever. We're going
0: Dream Warriors.
1: Back to Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Philip. Does this a count
0: no- as a double? Same movie, just different kill?
1: Sure. Yeah, Drake. So Philip, who is a notorious sleepwalker, is awoken by this... Well, sorry. He started out as this little little puppet Freddy, and then obviously got bigger, who slices his arms and his legs. This... I'm telling you, this one wigs me out. Just because ligaments and things yeah and so he's led by these strings which are obviously you know his ligaments and things
0: (laughs) ligaments and tendons i don't even know what but they were hanging out of his body and he's just being
1: strung along and he like sneaks by the receptionist like nurse like who's just sitting like not paying attention and it's Joey who actually notices and starts trying to wake people up, but they don't get to him in time, and he's led to not necessarily the rooftop, but a pretty high location, and he ends up jumping—or
0: not really jumping, but
1: falling—because falling. Okay. his strings get cut. Right? Because right, there's no like strings, this... no strings on me. <laughs> na, 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 na. So you have like this, you know, this big giant like. You know Freddy, who's got his claws, and he's you know. He's like
0: up in the sky.
1: Yeah, that that was pretty cool. But like the, just like the shit coming out of his legs and his and his wrist. Oh, dude, that. Ugh.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a skeevy one. So my number five, the Blob, and I don't have a witty name for this one. I just Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so again, this is the Blob remake, uh, from from the eighties. So Paul, who. When I saw this as a kid, kind of thought that this guy was the hero and kind of assumed that he was going to be like the Steve McQueen and the original and he's going to save the day, but he's trying to warn people about the blob when said blob falls from the ceiling, covers him, and starts absorbing him, melting him, whatever it is. He's, screaming. So he's like
1: So he's like Blobby from Hotel Transylvania.
0: Sure. So, uh, wakes up Shawnee Smith, his girlfriend. See, she's she's in it again. And she runs in. She sees him, like, melting inside the blob, screaming. He reaches out his arm, like, help me. She grabs his arm. Arm comes off. Paul is dead. Poor Paul. Poor Paul. Great one, man. When when I saw that as a kid, that that shit fucked me up, man. I was like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. So, my number four, I went with... Quint from Jaws. Okay. Because because just because. Why not? (laughs) Why Why not? No this is ever I mean ever since I saw this movie I mean I saw it as probably like a like a 10 year old 10 11 year old this always like freaked me out you know he's like attacking the back of the boat the boat's like sinking and like you know he like slides down he's trying to like fight fight the shark and get away and then obviously he like loses but it's that one snap where like he bites down and just like the blood like spews out of his mouth and just takes him away like ah, that one's just one of my one of my favorites and it still still wigs me out
0: yeah definitely um in hindsight we all should have seen it coming they were on the orca it was kind of like Captain Ahab yes looking for the white whale the Great, white, well, it's your will. Um, but yeah, holy shit. You know they say, crush it like Quint? And Quint got crushed.
1: Yes. And they made Jaws. Yes, he did. Jaws. Yes, oh. he
0: did. Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number four, Pet Cemetery. I have your pick on this one. Uh, New one, remake, original, same scene, freaks me out both times. Uh, There was onions. I was cutting onions, I think, maybe for uh, when I saw the remake for this particular scene.
1: I did, too. I was literally doing the exact same thing. We were making uh, burgers, and so I was, like, adding onions to it. We just happened to have the movie on.
0: I believe it's the Orenko truck. Yes. So, busy road. So, Gage is flying a kite. And and just, oh, man. Like, everything about this scene is just, it, it just gets me, like... You get this little blonde kid, looks just like my my little man. And the dad's just kind of joking with everyone. They're having like a little cookout at a picnic table. And the kite gets away from him. And he's got to be like, I don't know, two, three years old. Kite flying, flying towards the road. You see the Mack truck just barreling down the road. You see it coming, but you can't do anything. And the worst part, the father sees what's going to happen. Judd Crandall sees what's going to happen. The father's running, slow motion. Oh, okay. Judd, even further behind the dad, He's running. They're both helpless, but they're trying to save Gage. And it's just, it's, it's too late. And and even in like the the remake, Ellie. It's a, it's at her birthday. Um, Smucky, I believe, is the cat. She sees the the, the cat in the road, and and that's what causes her to go in the road and meet the same demise.
1: See, the remake was worse for me, obviously.
0: Yeah, I mean, having having uh, a daughter, yes. Uh, the kite, though, man, like, literally we were at the beach last week, and the kite got away from him. And that's the first thing I thought of. It was like,
1: holy shit, I'll get it! <laughs> Fuck the kite! Kite costs a dollar.
0: You know? I'll,
1: get you, I'll buy you a new kite. Yeah. Mm. I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm not. So my number three, I called this the Raft Massacre. Okay. I don't know. I had nothing else to call it. From the Burning.
0: Yeah, so this count, this counts as your number three, two, one, four, and probably five. This, <laughs> is, this was like, this was a quick... Bah, 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 bah,
1: bah. Yeah, so after, I believe it's Karen... And who took a canoe out and didn't make it back. Fucking Karen. Stupid Karen. So she goes missing. So the gang tries, decides to make a raft. It's like a makeshift raft to go look for them. And they find the canoe like in the middle of the lake. So they they, they creep up on it. But we have a cropsy who c- climbs out of the raft, uh, out of the canoe, and then just, just Proceeds to shear all of them.
0: Great balance, he has. Just want to say that.
1: Yes, uh, this was great. Was it one of the kids? He's like holding his like hands up. He like like shears like his fingers off. And oh then yeah, and he's like thing.
0: looking at the fingers for a second.
1: Like, yeah. oh. oh god, it was great. It was just a great, you know, it's a great thing.
0: Yeah, dude, like that just like seemed to come out of nowhere because you expect to see Karen. And right. it's like, like surprise! Dead. Yeah. And, and, and he
1: then, just, just goes to town on like everybody. and You don't
0: expect that.
1: No. Very underrated movie.
0: Oh, yeah. I love that fucking movie.
1: And Jason Alexander with hair.
0: Yeah. Could have been a piece. So, for my number three, I went with another big truck. The Devil's Rejects. The Mask. Now, imagine your loved one. Now imagine their face gets cut off of their face, and you have to wear that face. So, we have Banjo and Sullivan, I believe the guy's name was Adam, Yep. he meets the bad side of a blade, gets his face cut off, and his wife is forced to wear said face as a mask. She gets found by a housekeeper who has a lot of cleaning to do, because... The, uh, the Spaulding client did not leave that room in good order. No. And the maid scares the poor woman who's wearing her husband's face and the woman's in shock. She runs, escapes the room, thinking she's gonna find safety and she meets the middle of the road and meets the grill of a truck. Boom. Splat. Have fun scraping all them brains off the road.
1: (laughs) So my number two, we're going to go see Georgie again.
0: Georgie!
1: We all float down here. Drink. But I actually went with 1990.
0: Still counts as a double.
1: Of course. So I remember when this aired. I was, you know, my, uh, my dad used to bowl Sunday nights... In in his league or whatever So I'd be kind of shunned To the TV room that we Mm -hmm. used to have At the bowling alley And I Just remember turning on It must have been channel 5 I'm probably assuming that it was on Yeah So it's like oh Stephen King's it I'm like oh My dad has this book on the bush shelf So I'm going to watch this so, Georgie, who, you know, after Billy blows him off for, like, telling him a a uh, bedtime like a story or whatever. His brother him, was
0: very sick. He had, like, he pneumonia
1: or something. Right, which is, I don't blame Billy. You know, and he makes, he gives B- him B- his. B- 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 Billy? Yes, yes, B- 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 Billy. He thrusts gives, himself against the <laughs> post,
0: but still he insists he sees the ghosts. Something
1: like that. I don't know, but he gives him his little newspaper ship, and he's like, "Oh, we gotta seal it." So you know, Billy goes down— uh, not Billy, Georgie goes down to the basement, gets the stuff. He goes, "We gotta be able to sail it." And then he's—you know—he goes outside. It's pouring rain, and it's going down the, the sideway sidewalk, the sidewalk with the thing, and it goes into the drain, into the it, right into the sewer. Where we see Pennywise. Hi, Georgie. I'm not Hi. supposed
0: to talk to strangers.
1: Well, I'm Pennywise, and your name's Georgie. So now we know each other.
0: Oh, that's how Stranger Danger works. Cool. <laughs> Let me hop into your van. Oh, your candy? <laughs> I also have
1: balloons.
0: You like balloons? This smells like popcorn in the sewer. It doesn't smell like shit at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so obviously, we know how this goes. The fact, like, it, it didn't, like, show anything, but... I turned the TV off, or or, not, or I changed it to America's Funniest Home Videos. I don't remember, but it was a Sunday night, and I remember being ultimately freaked out, and I did not sleep that night.
0: That's awesome. I also watched that uh, when it aired. I did not turn it off. I was hooked. I fucking loved that shit. As cheesy as that that version of the movie is,
1: so much fun. No, uh, I I changed it to Bob Saget. I'm pretty sure I did.
0: My number 2 we're going maniac disco boy. Ah. So Tom Savini himself plays a little ladies man or something I don't know he has a lady they're in a car they pull over to this random ass place to get their fuck on. Hmm. And as you do Frank Zito and his shotgun which is probably the best head explosion of all time, obviously debatable. You're gonna say Scanners. There's gonna be people who say the Prowler. Prowler is also Tom Sabini, but this dude. One I, I in thought particular. the
1: basket. I thought the basketball head explosion was pretty cool.
0: Get the fuck out of here.
1: No, I'm not gonna.
0: Oh, good, because we we still have to do number one. At least. <laughs> <laughs> but dude just hops up on the hood, points that shotgun. Now, they literally shot a shotgun. ...through the windshield to explode Tom Savini's fake head. They only had one shot at this. (laughs) Ha ha, pun there. Um, And then they had to get the fuck out of there. So the head was filled with whatever they could get at craft services. You know, like, fucking... I guess he said it was like seafood dip and fake blood. So they basically had to tow the car, put it in storage. And then they had to get it a week later to film, like, the reaction shot of the woman... And the car smelled horrible. Think hot sun storage one week. And they're not sure exactly what happened to that car, but it's probably at the bottom of the harbor.
1: The harbor.
0: The harbor. But actually, um, Tom Savini was on the last drive-in with Joe Bob, and he's talking about that sequence. It's really cool, like, just hearing him talk, like how passionate he is about special effects And, I mean, that is one of the best kills of all time. And the fact that he got to kill himself is pretty awesome.
1: I'm sure he was excited about it, too. Oh, hell yeah. Great. great, great fucking work. I get to kill myself? Let's do it.
0: Number one.
1: This will always be my favorite kill. Whether it's cheesy or not, I don't care. I'm guessing it's cheesy as fuck. It's a sleeping bag. Part seven? Part seven. We have Dan and Judy. Dan goes out to chop wood. And while he's chopping wood, he gets a tent spike through, you know, the through the chest. While Judy's waiting for him, you know, he's she's waiting for that big hunk of a man.
0: And that wood.
1: Yeah. But instead, Jason takes the machete and, well, you know, he cuts through the tent. He grabs her. Now, mind you, he grabs her head first and drags her out somewhere. They flip the thing around. This is my only issue with this. He grabs her by the, you know, he's dragging her by the head, but you know, he swings and just smashes her on a tree, but somewhere in between he switched and was dragging her by the feet.
0: Right now, actually um, originally before this went through the MPAA, he hit her against a tree more than once.
1: Yeah, they cut a shit ton out of this movie.
0: Yeah, I would really love to see like the uncut footage of all these deaths because, fuck, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't I think feel there's like we anything. Up.
1: I, th- I I I feel like I'm actually I'm pretty sure there's nothing left. Like whatever was uncut, they just just trashed.
0: Yeah, once it hit the uh, editing room floor, it just it stayed there, which is yeah. unfortunate. Maybe some someday someone will. If not, what are you going to do? Number one. I went with another Tom Savini great kill. Now this movie that I'm about to bring up, so many great kills. Like just, the end of this movie is just fucking awesome. One of my favorite movies of all time, Day of the Dead, but I'm going with Captain Rhodes. Such an asshole. And he gets shot by Bob Falls into the warm arms are actually probably cold because they're zombies lots of zombies and they proceed to tear this motherfucker in half and there's just intestines everywhere and they go buffet style on this motherfucker it is so great he's just screaming as he gets pulled apart um private rickles shoots himself that was a cool cool death torres is screaming, gets his head ripped off until he can't scream anymore because his vocal cords are ripped. We have Private Johnson gets killed. That's actually a young Greg Nicotero who mm. was Tom Savini's assistant on this, where he learned a shit ton. He was basically his protege. And look at the great shit that Greg Nicotero is doing now on The Walking Dead, creep show. I mean, dude both of their filmography, like they're both amazing.
1: Like I agree.
0: Love this movie.
1: Great, great pick.
0: But Captain Rhodes, that's 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 my pick. Even though there's so many great death I had to go there with are. that one because that's the most memorable. He deserved it the most. So when it actually happened and he gets that salute from Bub, that's just that's awesome.
1: I I tell you we we could do like three of these episodes. I cut so many
0: just to cut it down to 20. Like, would we were, like, originally going to do top 10, I'm like, what do you think about doing a top 20 because I have 50! <laughs> I gotta narrow it
1: down. Oh, at least. I mean, like I said, I, I, I cut off uh, from The Shining, I cut off... I, uh, my list is over there somewhere, but just so fucking many. Yeah, and I was gonna go with... I was. I was... Going back and forth between, you know, like, a Nightmare in Elm Street 3, between, like, the whole, like, puppet thing or, like, Johnny Depp's death. But I feel like, I don't know, Johnny Depp's death was too predictable.
0: Um, what was the first girl that died in Nightmare in Elm Street? That that was one of the deaths that I uh, cut out.
1: Oh, where she's, like, flying around the ceiling? Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, like,
0: just the, the claw marks appear. <laughs> like, that shit was brutal as fuck. And then the boyfriend's just like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, I think I'm going to get blamed for this. (laughs) Um, So my whole top 20, I I didn't include any Halloween movies. And I would like to say that my favorite killer's death is from Halloween part two in the hospital. Michael Myers is stalking Laurie and he ends up like it's it's kind of cheesy. Some some shit that happens like he stabs Loomis. And Loomis immediately falls over, passed out. Like, come on, guy. You just got stabbed. Like, grow a fucking pear. <laughs> Lori shoots him twice in the head. You don't see any bullet holes, but you can see his eyes, and, like, he's crying blood over the mask. I mean, which is cool, but it's like, did she shoot him in the eyes? Because I don't, I mean, I see his eyes. And then he's blind all of a sudden, probably from all the blood he's crying. And he's, like, swiping <laughs> the knife at her. And Loomis wakes up. They start opening the valves on all the gas tanks, filling the room with gas, and Loomis basically blows himself up to kill Michael Myers, who leaves the room, and it's like, Ah, fuck. He's still gonna come after me, but now he's also on fire. But then, you know, he takes a few steps and falls over. That that was, I think, the coolest ending of any of the Halloween movies.
1: So my favorite villain death is probably Jason Voorhees final chapter because that was fucking I mean that scene is just so fucking cool where he gets the machete to the side of the face another Tom Savini job yes and like his, his head just slides down like the blade and everything I'm sorry but that was just awesome and then, you know, Corey Feldman hacks him to death.
0: Yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. Okay, so now, who do you think would win in a battle? Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees?
1: Uh, that's a tough one. Which iteration of Jason are we talking about? Because it's like six. Anyone you want. <laughs> I and mean, if you're going to go human versus human, because Michael Myers is human, right?
0: Is he? Isn't he the personification of evil? I, I guess so.
1: <laughs> I mean that that's a, and that's that's a question that's always brought up. You know, who would win?
0: Well I have the answer. Let me put that nail in the coffin right now. It's Michael Myers. Now why it's, do you say that? The way I see it, Jason Voorhees has died, died again, got revived, died resurrected melted dissected blown to bits but he keeps dying michael just keeps going he's the fucking energizer bunny of slashers yeah he got his ass handed to him by buster rhymes at one time (laughs) but we don't have to think about that has he ever died don't think so he just keeps going and depending on which timeline we're talking about that that's the only thing that gets a little dicey here
1: but if we're going towards i looked at uh fandom of villains wiki or whatever the hell you want to call it you know if you want to go with jason's powers and skills he has immortality superhuman strength superhuman durability regeneration Uh, superhuman senses, self-sustenance because, you know, he hung out in the the woods for like 30 years and became a mountain man. Uh, Let's see. uh, So the motherfucker
0: can camp. Who can't camp?
1: He can possess people, you know, when they eat their heart and, you know, he can switch bodies. That's always cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's always cool.
0: (laughs) And the Uh, off chance that someone decides to
1: eat his heart. Oh, this this is great. I love, the, I love how they list this determination. <laughs> he's very driven. Persistence pays. Uh, he has nanokinesis as Uber Jason. Feral rage. He can track hey, whoa, like Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to have
0: to stop you right there because that's in the future. We, we're not there yet.
1: Okay. But he can track like a motherfucker and he's stealthy. Which is weird. You think he'd like step on <laughs> sticks or something?
0: You know, like this. He's
1: a big guy. That, that, that's all I got.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Let's let's go to some feedback. I guess we're not answering this question tonight. <laughs> it would be a good fight, though. It, it it would be. But I think the reason Jason versus Freddy, uh, how that worked better, is because Freddy actually talks. Whereas, if it was Michael Myers versus Jason, it could, it could be a little boring.
1: Yeah. No one-liners. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Fan feedback. So, I posted on Instagram. Obviously, we were doing this episode. I thought we would get quite a bit of feedback. We got a lot of likes. Quite a bit of likes. And one comment. Nice. One. One's better than none. Uh, one comment from the Slash You podcast
0: nice what up guys
1: that basically just said and it was um the picture i posted was from the burning as he's getting ready to you know shear everybody yeah and they commented and said we love this one get to see that george Costanza, george Costanza ass we <laughs> <laughs> okay I got 47 likes on that picture, and that's the only comment I got.
0: Nice. Okay. Uh, Jenna wanted to shout out the Scream Doggy Door when Tatum gets killed in Scream. That was one of her favorites. She said also one that freaked her out was from Final Destination 3, the tanning beds. Mm. She used to go tanning a lot, and uh, yeah, that, that freaked her out. So, obviously, we put this
1: up on Twitter,
0: and Darcy was nice enough to retweet... And, well, we have a lot of feedback.
1: Also, Darcy is awesome.
0: Yes. Brandon said his favorite kill was from Intruder, the meat market saw scene, which was fucking brutal. Imbel, I guess that's how you say her name, I-M-M-B-E-L, said one of many. She also agreed with me on the open wide from Hatchet. Yep. Also want to shout out real quick to... David Creed, who was very happy that we turned a scene from sacrilege into a meme. He said, ha ha ha, thanks fans of the dead. Got to love being used as a meme for the first time. And definitely feeling (laughs) those vibes. Heh, Marquetta? That was a little little, uh, marijuana shot. I'm just going to start at the top and we're going to bang through this real quick. Cult movie junkie. Put in roads getting ripped. Mobius did a funny little, you know, the that uh, are you a bot
1: capture yeah, image thing a, with the that, gift
0: that I that I had used. I thought that was that was pretty funny. So shout out was, to you. That was that was pretty hilarious.
1: That was hilarious because like, I commented with the Ray Liotta from Goodfellas.
0: Yeah. Uh, Carl Havoc said the sleeping bag death in Friday the 13th Part 7. Matt Coleman, also the sleeping bag in Friday the 13th 7. Uh, Heather, love the over-the-top kill scenes in the Hatchet movies. Proud Meat Podcast said either the Susperious stained glass intro, or it might be simple, but I enjoy the Friday the 13th sleeping bag to the tree kill. Dean in Rhode Island, Marion Crane in Psycho. TYTD Reviews. You know that how to pronounce his house? It's house, but it's it's Japanese. The piano scene. Oh yeah. Corvus. The scene from Creepshow that scream never fails to make me laugh. Ed Harris's death. It's a good one. Jason Shade agreed with me on the hacksaw from Terrifier. Uh, Taco Bob, Billy Zane punching through the cop's face in Demon oh, Night. Oh, that was great. That was a great one. Uh, critical thinking foundation for the study of lep two that's a lot of a lot of words (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's
0: a tough question i'm gonna have to say the pissed pants chainsaw evisceration in pieces i love pieces pieces is a great movie great pick neon zombie also picked roads from day of the dead Lambert 35, there are so many great ones it's hard to pick just one, although I can say best from recent films over the last couple of years has to be the restaurant scene throat slash in The Invisible Man great fucking pick
1: that was one that I had on my list too, The Invisible Man,
0: yeah that was that was a great one Guinea Ramon, Scanners obviously the, um, You're right. the head pop, yep Keith James, the puppet in Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is up there with the best Yep. Derek McKnight, Leatherface's first kill in the doorway, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, obviously great one. Sean Duchesne agreed with you on the uh liquid nitrogen face smash. Don't know if it's the best, but I'm quite fond of this one. Caroline Rose, Greta Gerwig's Demise in the House of the Devil. And that one oh man, that one just
1: seemed to come out of nowhere. I love
0: that movie. Great
1: That's a that's a really good movie.
0: Great movie like Uh, callbacks to like the 70s like where horror was not at it's peak but awesome shit. Daniel Ryan Kevin Bacon the first Friday the 13th Arrow Through the Throat Mm -hmm. El Maximo The Goat of Horror Kills. Welcome to Primetime Bitch. Nightmare on Elm Street 3 again Uh, DJ Caveman Librarian Did the Sleeping Bag from jason x so sleeping bag to sleeping bag
1: oh the double sleeping bag yeah
0: dave johnson brought up fear street 1994 the bread slicer which i agree is so fucking awesome joe bond tom savini's death in maniac yeah disco boy hell yeah panda bear 9000 to the burster from alien kyle lawson jr don't know if it's the best kill it's so hard to pick one but the opening kill in ghost ship is pretty sweet Yes, it is Jay Veal the head explosion in the prowlers some of Tom Savini's best work Jesus Christ we've still got more coming in uh, James Hoffman also agreed on scanners rip steak face, went with the <laughs> Jesus wept from Hellraiser I mean thank you for all, all the people that yep. that uh, replied like a lot of great kills out there and
1: like, like we said we could do this episode mad times the, yeah. the bread slicer one was a lat, last minute omission.
0: I only didn't put it in just cuz I knew it was
1: Yeah, but it's so fucking cool.
0: It was so cool, so good and like you see it like about
1: to happen you're like oh no. Like I was, you know, I'm I'm, I'm watching this and I'm like and, and the the movie's great and like the kills were okay. But then I like I see I see the bread slicer thing going and she's got like cake like frosting like on her face which obviously like added to it which was like pretty hilarious and then like she goes through it i'm like that is amazing
0: yeah that was really cool Um, it
1: it was funny because like i thought because i mean we read these books like the fear street books as as teenagers
0: they didn't i don't remember them being this brutal
1: no so i was like i was kind of skeptical like oh these are probably gonna be like you know like are you afraid of the dark like kind of things right yeah exactly like teenager type stuff
0: it's not no these were three great movies and uh, you haven't seen the the last one yet dude you got to see it obviously it's the last one it ties everything together really really nicely it's a nice bow on the package yeah no
1: I'm on vacation in a couple of weeks so I'll be I'll be checking that out
0: nice um yeah to, to kind of circle back to the whole uh Bad blood meme, from from sacrilege. Um, just throwing it out there. I know you guys are working on a new movie. I think I would be great. Jeremy Germ, too, but like I, I feel like I could play really jerky American tours <laughs> I, I mean, I'm working on my Boston accent. And I, I feel like I could uh, I could pull that off if if you're uh, looking for any uh, jerky Americans.
1: We can do jerks. Guy. Yeah. We can be jerks, both of us.
0: Both of us are known to do that. <laughs> that would be super cool. I'd do it for free.
1: You I mean? would. Honestly, I would. I just want to be in a movie.
0: Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. And it'd be in your next one. Hell, fucking yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, I think that about wraps it up, though. Yep. So. so. <laughs> thank you for listening. You can catch us everywhere. We're in the stratosphere. We're bouncing off satellites into your headphones shout out to us at fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com if you have any suggestions for movies or topics or anything you just want to complain at how awesome we are and you're jealous i don't know drop us a line
1: yes and you can see us on instagram fans of the dead podcast we are on facebook fans of the dead Check out our website, fansofthedead.com Check out our episodes, our recipes for disaster, our t-shirts. Get buy a some, t-shirt. Buy yourself some swag. You've earned it. Yes.
0: Follow us on Twitter at fansofthedead one. Yeah, motherfucker. Jer- <laughs> Jeremy Jeremy said he's going on vacation. I just went on vacation. Uh, I think summer is coming to a close, so I think maybe, just maybe. We're going to slow things down, and we'll meet y'all at the Beach House. As always, have fun, be safe. Peace.